Welcome to the Faith-Led Business Podcast, a home for entrepreneurs who want to take their God-given gifts and use them to strategically create a legacy of success for themselves and the people that they serve. My name is Monica Perez Burnett. I am your host, mom of eight with two sets of twins. I am a visibility coach, lover of all things tech, and I aim for you to live a life of faith over fear. Good morning, everyone. How are you today? Happy Tuesday. It is day 259 of the Faith Led Business Podcast. Super nice. I see you all hopping on. Good morning, everyone. Today, we are going to be talking about the power that moves us forward. And let's just be honest. Let's just keep it real. The journey of the entrepreneur is not an easy one. And let's keep it real once again. The journey of a mompreneur is not an easy one. And so there are days, there are days where maybe like me yesterday, you just decided not to talk for most of the day because you either knew that if you did something wrong was going to come out of your mouth or if you did start talking you were just going to cry there are days like that there are days when you just feel full of life and ready to go 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 and other days where it's just harder to get up and so acknowledging that that is okay, acknowledging that we are human, acknowledging that this is a journey and that every day is just a step closer to that and being in awareness of where we are and what steps we can make to take us to just taking that next step is really important. So that's why I believe that um, God placed this scripture reading for us today because maybe like me yesterday, maybe today or maybe this past week or maybe the week to come will bring a day that you may feel like I just need a vacation (laughs) from life. I just need something different. I just need this cycle that has been going on in my life to break I just want a breakthrough. I just want something where I can smile and be excited about. And if we are in that space, guess what? What I am about to read to you today should give you should give you the the injection that we need to move forward. The injection that we need to just kind of harness all of that, not let it dominate even though sometimes it takes over for a few hours or even a few days. But we always know that we can come back to our first love, which is God. So let's take a look at Ephesians 3, 17, 18. And it says this, I pray that you being rooted We'll talk about rooted and established in love may have power, a power to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. 
So let's talk about being rooted. What does being rooted mean as just a faith-led entrepreneur? In my mind, when I think of rooted, I think of a big oak tree that whose roots are in so deep that this tree can just go up so high and have winds and have so many things coming to it, yet it stands firm. And so the different circumstances of life will come like a whiplash towards you and may surround you, yet still you stand firm. When I think of the word established, because it says, I pray that you being rooted and established. When I think the first thing that comes to mind when I think of the word established is, you know how most families when um, when a couple gets married or when a couple has their first child, they'll get those little, um, I don't know, little plaques or some type of commemorative thing that says established and then it'll have the date, right? How many of you maybe have those in your homes? Like it'd be like the Burnett family established, you know, 2000, whatever. So when I think of that, I think of home. I think of a place that's secure you know, whenever you are, we were talking about this yesterday, whenever you feel you're kind of in trouble or you need, you need security, you need uh, a safe place, most people will go home. They'll go back home, maybe to their parents' house or wherever you called home. Even this home state sometimes, sometimes is like enough to give you that, that peace and that comfort. And so... He is saying, are you rooted so that you can stand firm and not be moved when life hits you? And are you established enough to know that the love of Christ is the home that you can always come back to? When you do feel overwhelmed and insecure, and in doubt, and in fear, all of those things, lack of clarity, lack of direction, we can always come back to that home. Today, I'm going to read you a bunch of verses. And in these verses, this is your, these are your roots. These, these verses are the home that you can come back to if you're ever feeling days like for me was yesterday. And sometimes there's just no explanation for it. It just happens, right? So let's start with Psalm 139.13. And you guys can write these down if you're in a place where you can write things down. Psalm 139.13 says... As he knit you together, he loved you. When I think of knitting, 
I think of someone who has to be, because I tried it a couple times, didn't do very well, but I remember that if I didn't loop it the right way or if I skipped one of the little loops, guess what? There would be a big hole in that blanket. And that would kind of mess it up because from there, it could just easily unravel. And so I would have to, if I would see that I had skipped it, I would have to grab it from the end and then all of a sudden, take the whole, that whole row off and start again. When I read, when I read, he knit us together. As he knitted us together, he loved us. It means that every single part of us is with intention. Every single part of us is created carefully, is created uh, just with such care and such uh, precision as to not skip one of those loops and make sure it's complete and whole. Once again, we are whole in him because that is how he created us. Ooh, and that's just the first one, my friends. So that was Psalm 139, 13. The next one, John 15, 16. John 15, 16 says, before you could choose him, he chose you. You didn't even have to call out. You didn't even have to try. You were already on his list of his beloved and of those that he pays attention to and he sees. Have you ever been one of those children or watched when you were younger and there was a game and, uh, and you had to choose teams and you would have to wait there for the team captain on both sides to see if you would be chosen, right? And you would end up uh, just kind of waiting there. I hope I'm not the last one. How many of you have been there? I'm not that great at this game, so I bet I'm going to be the last one chosen. I have been there so many times, and then I've watched children do it, and it's the worst feeling ever to wait to be chosen last. But guess what? He chose us first, even before we took the first step. In seeking God out, we were already chosen. That is a good feeling. That is the affirmation that we're always looking for. Why do you think we spend so much time worrying about how people view us when we do a Facebook Live? Because we want to be chosen. We want to be accepted. We want to feel worthy. And he's saying, you don't have to worry about that with me. Guess what? You don't have to do anything for me to choose you because that's already happened. You were chosen first. 
Next, Psalm 103, verses 8 through 12. When you were broken, bitter, and blaming, he made you whole and showed you the sweet taste of forgiveness. <clears throat> This one is Psalm 103, verses 8 through 12. One of the things that I talk a lot about is we are 100% responsible for where we are today. Why? Why is it that I say that? Because there's so many things that happen to us in life that are out of our hands. But here's the truth. If I can't take responsibility for where I am right now, that means I give everybody else the keys to my happiness. I give my circumstances the keys to what's next in my life. I give the people who hurt me the keys to what's next in my life. But when I say no, I am responsible and I am not going to play the blame game on anything or anyone that gives freedom back to me. And I am now able to make that change. The second one was John 15, 16. I'll go ahead and when I'm done, I will put the uh, each one of these verses in the comments so that you guys can grab them and make sure you don't miss out. So he says, when you were broken, bitter, and blaming, how many of us, as soon as we feel weak and tired and we can't go anymore, we start pointing the finger. We start pointing the finger at everyone and it's everyone's fault why we are here in this circumstance and situation. And he's saying, guess what? He made you whole and showed you this sweet taste of forgiveness. In other words, being broken, bitter, and blaming is not who he has called us to be or where he has called us to be. Yet he knows that we will go there on occasion and he chooses to forgive us in that and to make us whole once again. I truly believe that taking 100% responsibility for where we are every single day will give us the key to no longer play that blame game. All right, let's keep moving on. First Peter 1, verse 3. When you had no hope, he became your hope. In other words, you don't have to have it all the time. You don't have to be the one who inspires everyone all the time. Sometimes you are depleted. Sometimes your cup is empty. Sometimes you don't have the hope. But guess what? He says, that's okay. I am your hope. I will become your hope. I will become that thing which you lack. I will fill in the gap for you. So it's okay if you don't feel hope right now. I will give it to you. 
And when you look to me, I will be able to take that hopelessness and transform it in your mind and heart if you are willing to work with me. Next one, Psalm 90, verse 4. When you were too busy with the cares of this world, he interrupted you to show what is eternal. Ooh, that is a really good one. Psalm 90, verse 4. When you were too busy with the cares of this world, he interrupted you to show you what is eternal. I will tell you yesterday, I was quite busy with the cares of this world. And sometimes he will create this, boom, this interruption in the vicious cycle that we tend to throw ourselves into. And he will say, commercial break, commercial break, let me show you what you're really supposed to be focusing on. Let me show you where your focus should really be. Let me show you what is 100% guaranteed to happen. We are so, so driven by being certain about things about having things kind of set in stone. We just feel security and we feel safety in that. And the one thing that is guaranteed as we follow Christ and we give our lives to him is that we will see him on the other side of eternity. And that's a much longer time than what we have here. And yet we choose to focus every little thing that we do based on what we can grow and create and have success with here. And he's saying, pattern interrupt, excuse me, let me get your attention here. Let's refocus you to what is 100% guaranteed. Let me show you that these things that you're really stressing about aren't as important in the big scheme of things. Monica, it really is not that important. Can you let it go? Can you let it go? So that's a good one because I don't know how many of you have had that interrupt lately. This may be it. This may be the interrupt in that pattern. We're gathering here today, but it's true when things get too busy. He needs to refocus us because it really is a rabbit hole that we can easily go down. And as entrepreneurs where we have so many options and we're dealing with so many different people and there's so much going on in business and in our home lives, Busy is like our number one word. How are you today? Oh, I'm so busy. I've got this and this and this to do. 
that is how we identify ourselves as it's almost like this banner like we're we're worthy of our work because we're busy when he is saying you know what i offer you a life of ease a life of effortlessness not only here in this world but in the next i don't know why you're waving this big banner that you're so busy that things are supposed to be this way somehow it's the culture of entrepreneurship that pushes us towards that. So he's saying, he interrupted you to show you what is eternal. Lord, can we just focus on the eternal, on the big picture? It would truly help knock so many of these things that are still we're still thinking of right now. Just take it right out. It would have zero importance. It really would. Next one is Luke 15. When you were lost, he found you, rescued you, and showed you that his mercy and justice will prevail. There are a lot of things that are unfair that can happen to us in business and life. A lot of things that are unfair. And he's saying, you know what? Don't worry. My mercy and my justice will prevail. Leave it to me. Let it go. Stop stressing about it. Ultimately, I am the judger here. I will see what's what. I know what's what. You just keep following me and you are going to be okay. And the last one is Romans 8:28 that says, "When you were disappointed, he taught you that disappointments can bring you to appointments that he ordained." Your disappointments can bring you to appointments that he ordained. There is a reason why maybe that person, that client, that coach, whoever may be, is no longer part of the story. And that can be disappointing. And that can leave you in a place of doubt and uncertainty. Sometimes even when things are good, he wants us to let go of them because he has better for us. And have you seen that picture of the little girl holding on to her teddy bear so tight that she doesn't want to give it away? And then Jesus has like, you know, those, those stuffed animals, those big bears that you get at the fair that are like bigger than your whole body. He's got one behind his back, just waiting, just waiting for that little girl to let go of what may feel safe and secure, even when it's small, but it still feels good. And it is good for her. But he's saying, guess what? I have a thousand times more for you 
on the other side of that disappointment. I almost feel like that when we feel disappointed, we need to start looking. Instead of kind of going in and pointing inwards and then start hashing out in our heads why all these things happen and why me and, you know, what we usually go through. What if we turn that into, okay, this happens, this happened, which means I need to start looking. I need to start opening my eyes and looking to see where the bigger and better is. Because this was pretty good. This was pretty good. But God may be opening up some doors for some divine appointments that are better. That's some good stuff right there. And those divine appointments are ordained by him. It is like, it will happen. So let it be written. So let it be done. Then in his ultimate act of love, Jesus owned the cross. He made a way for us to be with God. Now you are empowered to know his love and bring his hope to the world. Desperate to know him. My friends, do you feel empowered now? Do you feel loved now? Do you feel enough now? Do you see where we have been completely off the mark these last few days? If you've been feeling it like I have. He is rooting us and establishing us in his word. So that we can use that as fuel. Fuel to be empowered in moments where we should be or would normally go to a place of suffering. I always tell my son, who has a tendency to kind of exaggerate certain things, are you in an empowered state or are you in a suffering state? Let's find the lie. Because whenever you are in a suffering state, there is a lie to be found. And where truth needs to be infused in there, grounded in there, established in there, and rooted in there. And so if any of you were feeling, as I was yesterday, and I should have done this with myself, isn't it funny? We do things with our children and then we don't even do it with ourselves. He is saying... Where is the lie? All of these verses here are the truth. And they bring a smile to our faces. They restore purpose in our lives. And it makes us complete. And it shows us that the little amount of time that we have here we should honestly make it count. We should make it count and we should spend more time 
in his love than in our lack of. That's all he wants. He wants us to know that that's the fuel that's gonna get us through the next day. Lord God, your love is overwhelming. Show me how to share your light in the darkness. So I love how he meets us at our point of need. He knew that I needed to hear these readings today and see just how important they are for our everyday walk in entrepreneurism and just life in general. Being a mom, being a spouse, being a friend, being all the things that we are called to be and that we have to be on a daily basis. So let's go ahead. Let's pray this day in. Let's reclaim truth into our lives so that we can start walking this and no longer continue to repeat those patterns. Father God, we are just so thankful that you have brought us back home today. Honestly, we were lost and we were wandering around, wondering why all of these things were happening to us. And we for completely forgot that you intentionally knit us together. You intentionally chose us. You intentionally forgive us. You intentionally point us back to the path we need to walk. You point us back to you. You remind us that your son gave it all so that we could reestablish our relationship with you. And when we are disconnected from it, it's so easy to fall back into the blame game. So today, Lord, we are recommitting ourselves to searching for the truth in those moments that we are in a suffering state. The longer that we stay out of truth, the longer that we suffer. And that we know is not the life that you have called us to live. So today, Lord, maybe in our exhaustion, in our tiredness, in our lack of hope, you have said, I will be your hope. And we put and place our trust in that. We thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness, for your undying, unmatchable love for us. It is what truly is the fuel to our life, to our business, and to what we are looking to enjoy as we meet you in eternity. We ask all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, guys. I don't know about you, but I sure needed that, like big time. Big time, big time. So here we are. You may still feel a little tired. You may still feel like, oh my gosh, I don't have this crazy amount of energy to tackle the day. Even so, at least, at least now we have the peace. At least now we have the truth and we have a place to go that is our home. 
that's what we just got. So thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, today is Techie Tuesday, so I will see you around 3 p.m. today with another little techie hack that will help you uh, to grow your business, that will help you to show you um, a few little things, a few little updates that have occurred recently in the social media world and all of that. So I'm excited to, uh, to go ahead and share that with you. So I will be posting that on the Faith Led Business page a little later. So love you all. Have a fabulous day. Thanks for walking this journey with me and also being vulnerable here, letting me know that you were in the same or are in the same spot that I was yesterday. And um, these are good times. We And this is why specifically we talked yesterday about needing each other. We know we're not alone in this. So have a fabulous day, everybody. Love you all. I will see you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>